Welcome to another episode of the Lifted Anchor Podcast. I'm your host, Lamont, and this is where we help you get the weight off your shoulders. And I'm back with the lovely ladies of Beyond the Walls. I have for you, Miss Laquanda. Hello to all my beautiful people out there. I hope that today was a great day. Miss Keisha. Hey, hey, hey. Miss Cindy. Hello out there. Beyond the Wall is getting ready to shake you, bend you, and break you. Are you ready? All right. Y'all heard them. So we back with part two of dealing with the man in the mirror. I hope y'all ready. The first time it was good. Second time it's better. Go ahead, Miss Keisha. Start us off. So as we said, this is part two of dealing with the man in the mirror. And last week, just to do a quick recap, we talked about running from yourself, mental instability. Um, Lamont told us 10 things that you dislike about yourself. Can you handle the truth? Just a couple points for you to think about before we start. Um, Who do you believe that you are? What does your mirror say about you? So think about all those things as we're going to talk about dealing with the man in the mirror. I believe one thing that I had that keeps us from dealing with ourselves is the spirit of comparison. You can't deal with yourself because you are comparing yourself against somebody else. Right. Their lifestyle, what you see in public, what you think they have. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So you're always comparing yourself sometimes against a falsehood anyway. So therefore, if you're comparing yourself against that, then what you have going on is not going to be real. So that is one thing um, I wanted us to kind of talk about was comparing yourself. And that's going to keep you from dealing with yourself if you're comparing yourself. Yeah, I wrote down the only person that you'll ever be better than is the man in the mirror. As you mature and become wiser, you're able to face slash address the man in the mirror and make the necessary changes that could very well save your life. So it was funny, right? So I was looking at a, I saw a meme, and it was, um, there was a bear in the woods, and there was a mirror in front of the bear. Mm-hmm. And the bear came around to the other side of the mirror where he can see himself And he went crazy. He broke the mirror. So when you're talking about dealing with the man in the mirror, are you willing to destroy what you see in the mirror or just go ahead and face the harsh realities that that what you see in the mirror is really you? Like that. So, so are you gonna break? So you're gonna break that mirror so that you don't have to deal with what you see, or are you gonna take the time and reflect on it, and then deal with what you see and make those changes that are necessary for you to be able to deal with yourself? Because if you can't deal with yourself, how do you expect other people to deal with you? You got to look at yourself every day. Mm-hmm. You got to look, face that man in the mirror. You got to mm-hmm. look at that person every single mm-hmm. day. You have to live with you every day. Every yeah. day. You can't change that. What you what you see. You can't change what you see. The mirror gives you one view. It, it shows you 
exactly what you're looking at. So, so what are you going to do? What are I, you going to do? Oh, I believe some of us are just uh, stuck in childhood. And it's almost like we won't escape. We want we want to run away, you know, and try to try to fix it. But it's we're we're, we're stuck, scared to move, scared for change, because who you are as an adult, mm-hmm. you've been told all your life you're not going to amount to anything, you know. Um, then that's where you find yourself comparing. Right. Like I'm not I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I don't fit in. So until you're willing, like you say, to face the the man in the mirror. And what word did you use? You said until you're ready to just face it, accept it, you know. As we said, you have to examine yourself. Yes. In order to move forward, you have to examine yourself. You said from your childhood, that's one thing I had down. Mm-hmm. The things that keep us from dealing with the man in the mirror is undealt with trauma, yes. undealt with hurt. Right. You, know, you haven't dealt with it. So. Like Lamont said, I'm going to break this mirror. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't even see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see the hurt. I don't see what I'm dealing with. I don't see what what's a reflection of me because I've broken it. Therefore, I don't see it. I mean, I know it's there. But if it's not here looking at me, it don't exist. Yes. So I'm going to operate like it doesn't exist. Correct. I always use, and I'm pretty sure y'all, y'all have probably done the same thing. You ever swept your house or tried to sweep around a rug? And mm-hmm. when you lift the rug up? There's the dirt, dirt that's up under it. Most of the time, that's what we deal with right. when we face the man. We try to we try to cover it up, which is putting you know a mask on. Right. Yes. If you don't ever pick that rug up and move what's up under it, mm-hmm. it's gonna still be there. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. Go ahead, Sydney. <laughs> Go ahead. The man in the mirror teaches us what we need to reveal about ourselves. Mm-hmm. The one, one thing you said that teaches us, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at something and you don't like it, like it's, te- you know, like your, yourself, you can teach it. I don't know how to, what I'm trying to say, but like teaching stuck out to me when you said that. Like you can teach yourself how to handle different situations mm-hmm. or, you know, it teaches you how to, to deal with you because I'm looking at it. I'm facing it. I'm not sweeping it under the rug. I'm not breaking the mirror. So... Teaching me how to deal with it. I mean, so if you don't move the rug, what happens with the dirt? It's going to accumulate. Oh, yeah. It's going to accumulate. Mm-hmm. So the dirt is going to continue to pile up mm-hmm. until you, you move it. You pick it up. You shake it off. Right. Do like the old people used to do. They used to take the rug outside mm-hmm. and hang it up on the clothesline, mm-hmm. and they would beat it. Right, they would take a, a broomstick and they would hit it, hit it, hit it until they got all the dirt out. And they go in, sweep the floor, then they come back in, put the rug back down. Right? But you have to do that ever so often. You gotta shake the rug off. You gotta get the dirt out. And so until you all all you doing until you really deal with the issue, right? And so we're gonna say the dirt is the problems, all of your trauma, all of your issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of the hurt. The, the rug is you, right? So until you shake it off and get rid of the dirt, you're still going to deal with those problems. You're still going to accumulate problems. You're still going to have all those issues until you get to what we talked about last week, 
until you get to the root cause, until you get to the root of it, you're still going to have all of those same issues until you deal with the issues. So you got to deal with them. Right. Right. I was thinking about him just saying, just imagining when we pick up a rug and we take it outside and I heard him say, sometimes you take a broom or sometimes we take that rug and we hit it against the wall. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if that rug could talk back? That doesn't feel good. No. So a lot of times when we have to address certain issues in our life within ourselves, um, we have to strip ourselves. It doesn't feel good. There's a pruning that takes place. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's detoxing. Sometimes when we have to detox, we have to detox ourselves from trauma, from pain, which means when you do that, you're getting all of that outside of you. There's a cleansing taking place from hurt, from pain. You have to face it. Right. And one thing I thought about, I don't know if people all have ever picked up a rug that had a lot of dirt in it. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. heavy. It's You're heavy. like, yes. you know, and then when you beat it or whatever you do, then it's lighter. Mm-hmm. So a nugget that is when we deal with the man in the mirror, when we cleanse ourselves, when we get rid of the dirt, the problems, pull back the layers, address the root, we're lighter. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if anyone has ever tried to walk around heavy. I have. I have. Mm-hmm. It is difficult, you know, when you're trying to carry all this stuff on your shoulders, in your mind, in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to do. Yes. But once you release it, you know, deal with it. You, re- I guess, and sometimes you don't notice that you've been carrying it until you release it. Like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. Oh, my God, I'm so lighter because... I dealt with that. It's no longer hindering me. It's no longer plaguing my mind and infiltrating my life because I dealt with it. You know, weighted, so weighted down, weighted down, yeah. heavy, a load. Yeah, because you're not dealing with you. So I was looking at TikTok and I, I actually wrote something down. Now this has nothing to do with the podcast. It was just something that I wrote down, and I don't, I can't remember if I said something about this the last time. So there was a guy who was talking. And he said, "I asked for strength." And God gave me difficulties to make me stronger. He said, I asked for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve. He said, I asked for courage, and God gave me dangers to overcome. I asked for love, and God gave me people to help. So so just think about that, right? So like before, I said, you know, the struggle was necessary. So mm-hmm. there is everything you're going through in life, it is designed to do something. But are you going to embrace it? Can you embrace it enough so that it helps you deal with the issues that you have in life? I, I mean, you're going to lose somebody. Mm-hmm. But how long, we, we said, how long? How long are we going to sit there and wallow in hurt? How many how many boards are you going to break? How many windows are you going to smash? Because that loss, it's not coming back. It's mm-hmm. lost. It's gone. It's gone. You're not going to get it back. They have to figure out how to deal so, with it, though. Right. But that's part of the thing, right? And that's part of facing the man in the mirror. It's a process. Right. You, you got to learn how to face these things. You got to learn how to handle these things, right? Because you, you can't. You can't keep buying new mirrors every right. time you don't like what you see. You right. you break the mirror and go buy a new one. No, because you're still dealing with you. Mm-hmm. You still gotta mm-hmm. face it. So if you go buy another mirror, guess what? It might be it might look pretty. Mm-hmm. It might have a different design on it, but it's still it's showing you you. It's still showing you the same, same. thing. Right. right. I always say I've I've never 
been the type to drink or get drunk, but my heart goes out to people who have not faced the trauma, the hurt, the pain, because they, you know, their way of coping with it is alcohol or it's drugs they run to. Um, and when they wake up and recover from whatever they've done, that problem is still, still there. there. Just like yes. we say, it's sweeping things up under the rug and we're leaving it that, you know, right there. And we was taught to do it. Right. We was taught to do it. But the thing is, as you get older, you mature. So a lot of things you break. For as me, those are generational curses. Right. Masking. We were taught that at an early age. And I'm talking about way back, way before my time, mm -hmm. to mask things. Don't tell them. Mm -hmm. It's okay. No, sometimes it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And you got to be able to open your mouth and say it's not okay. Right. And deal with it. Right. But, again, until you mature in that area, mm -hmm. those are things that you will pass down to, your, to another generation. Yeah, that's true. When you're not able to open up and be able to face what all has taken place in your life. Yeah, that's true. That's how you break generational curses when you're able to sit down. Like we say, the Internet has taken over. Phones have taken over. We got to learn to be able to sit down and talk about things that's going on in your household. Mm -hmm. You got to be effective inside your household. Learn to face the man in the mirror in your household first before you can come outside and be able to help those Somebody outside else. of the wall. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's what we don't do is dealing with, you know, like you said, you're going to lose somebody, sickness is going to come, whatever is going to come, mm -hmm. but how are you going to handle it? You know, am I going to use that to help me or hinder me? You know, I know some people for years, for years, it's been the same story, not to, to make light of anybody's situation, but you know, they've held on to but it. they've held on to it. So I'm like for 15 years, you have and more been, and more. That's yeah, but that's, that's different. I mean, I guess it's according on, um, like for me, I held on to stuff, Hello. you know. Mm -hmm. And it took Lord Jesus Christ to heal me. Me Until too. Until you get healed, mm -hmm. um, they're going to keep holding on to that. You, that's it. you know, right. um, it's easier for us to say that, mm -hmm. but in, unless you're in their shoes, mm -hmm. you wouldn't you know. Won't, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't know. know. Yes. Right, right. But the key that you said, which, and everybody has their own beliefs, but there was a way out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though mm -hmm. some journeys end may be longer, you right, know. Right. Mm -hmm. You some know, like I said, not to, not to take away from anybody, but I believe that victory is on the other side of everything. That's just me. Now, there's some stuff I haven't been through, so I can't tell you nobody how to get through it. Mm -hmm. Right. But because I know God is who he is, and I could tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, I held on to it for years, but it wasn't until... I grabbed God's hand. Until I seeked Lord, and, see, right. and, he and he healed me. Right, and that's what I'm a living witness for that. Yeah. yeah. Not, only, not only the healing didn't take place first. Mm -hmm. You said, I, 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 I sought. I, I, I seeked. Mm -hmm. You sought. You sought God. But, not, but after you sought him, mm -hmm. he heard you. Yes. And the that thing was is, for many you years. Have to, you have to <laughs> be willing. Years. That was many years. But then you have to think, too. The scripture says, yea, though I walk through the valley, that's a valley. Yes. When we are going through pain, hurt, sorrow, whatever it is, those are valleys. He never tell us how long it's going to be. That's right. But it's up to you. And that's just some things that I, I can only tell them my experiences. When I went through certain things, mm -hmm. it wasn't until I opened up and said, God, this hurt. Yes. You have to be open enough to say, I am Quanda and I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. 
God, it's me. You made me. You know all about me. I have trust issues. It's me. Some people can't say that. And I wish whatever caller hears this, that one day you're able to be able to say, God, it's me and I hurt. Yes. And when I heard him say, say, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me. And I will, and be, I saved. will be saved. But so, so along with that, you have some people that's going to wallow, right? And they, they're going to, they're going to stay in that situation mm-hmm. because they don't want help. Yes. They're not looking for healing. Right. What they looking for is they looking for pity. They, they, they want people to constantly have pity for them year in and year out. That's true. Like, Okay. Who are you seeking? Are you really seeking God to, you know, are you really asking him to say, hey, God, please deliver me from this situation? That's true. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, just just for me, my mom passed away in 1998. 1998. I was 21 years old. I was living a life having a good time. Right? I could have used that moment and I still could use that same moment from the time I got the phone call up until now and still wallow in, in that sorrow, in that pity. Mm -hmm. Right. Or I could say, what would my mama have want me to do? That's true. Would she have want me to shut everything down and have pity because there were certain things I wasn't able to do? Or do what she wanted me to do. Be the man that she expected me to be. Have kids and raise them the way that she would have want me to do that. Uh, right. do, do all of these things the way that she would have wanted me to do them. Some people mm-hmm. don't have that mindset, though. Right. But that's the, that, that's the mindset that I wish people had because... You have to be, you, ha- you got to be strong for somebody. You can't always be the weak link. Mm-mm. At some point in time, the things that you're going through should strengthen you enough. That you go back and reach up. and get where you can else. Where you can help somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Because if you keep going through, you ain't never going to be able to help mm-hmm. nobody. Because all you're going to teach them is sorrow and pity. No, they need somebody to be strong. They need somebody to teach them to be strong. They need somebody to show them they're strong. That's, right. that's, that's one of my goals. And um, again, I thank God for my pastor, Monica McGowan, because she asks those questions. Why yes. are you like this? Why are you angry? Nobody never asked me that. And I had to face that. I had to really see that I have been carrying that for a long time. Issues from my father. Longing for him. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. And I never knew that it went from relationship to relationship. And a lot of, a lot of us carry that from our childhood. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to open up and, and deal with, with me. I had to deal with myself. Yeah. I was nasty. I was mean for no reason. Me too. Didn't want to take no orders. I didn't want anybody yelling at me. Can you imagine? And to this day, that is something that I always said. I don't want my girls to be like me. The buck stops here, you know. Yeah. I'm better, and I want y'all to be better. Like, if we don't speak that to our seeds, yeah. they'll grow up just like that. Yes. Right? So my thing is, I look them in their face and say, you're not going to be like I was? No, you can't do that. I think the game changer 
from hearing all of us talk is the desire to not want to be like that, right? Right. Like, right. said, I used to be like that. I was like that for years. But you said you sought the Lord. That was the desire, you know, even though it might have taken you a while or, you know what I'm saying? So it's the desire here again, dealing with the man in the mirror. I desire not to be like this anymore. I desire not to, you know, allow my mother's death to hinder me. I desire for this. So it starts with the desire and putting in the work. Cause I'm pretty sure like when you said, okay, I'm going to seek the Lord, it still didn't come easy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though we know God is God and he does all these awesome things for us. It still took work, but I believe the desire like that seed, you know, that was planted by different things that you did, different right. things that people around you did, you know? Um, so that the seed of desire is, is, is watered, you know, like, I don't want to be like this. I don't want my kids to be like this. You know, I don't want to go backwards. I want to go forward. I want to prosper. I want to help people. I don't always want to be the weakest link. I don't always want to be the one borrowing money, need a place to stay. You you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to help. Let us be clear. There are going to be some days that you're going to get weak. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But in those moments, you connect to somebody who is stronger Mm. than you. Right. In, in that moment when you feel like you don't have no help, you find you somebody to connect to who can pour into you. Mm-hmm. Because there's people out there that are willing to help pull you back up. That's true. Connections you make are sure important. You connect with the right ones. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. Connections are important. Don't, yeah, because mm-hmm. some people don't want to see you healed. Mm-hmm. You're right. They want to see you stuck in the same place. That's true. They want to see you with the, fi- the, the 500 mask on. Because they ain't dealing with self <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know yeah. like like i ain't dealing with me so i want her to be just like me well you know what i'm saying and it's unfortunate that there are people like that you know i'm gonna come and tell you what i'm dealing with but you're gonna give me i ain't gonna say the wrong advice you know what i'm saying so you have to know like i know who i could call right now right to champion my calls if right. i'm having a hard right. time you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and i know who to call and be like the devil is a liar like i remember Little short story, I think. Imani had a rough night. This is when I was married. Like my ex-husband got pulled over by the police, went to jail. I don't know, something like that. But I came to church anyway. And I came in there to my, my pastor, first lady, and I was like, oh, you know, this happened. She said, oh, the devil is a lie. You're going to come in here and you're going to, I'm like, oh, what you did? Like, she got me right real quick. But I, I didn't need a beauty party at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't. So, and I was like, okay, you know, so you have to kind of know, like, Strong people, like yes. I want to link up with somebody strong. Yes. I thank you know? God for it because there's some days that I just wanted to cry, 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 and then there were days that I needed somebody to say, "Hey, right. we're not gonna get anywhere right. with you crying mm-hmm. right now." Yep, I need you to put your big girl panties on. Yes, your big boy drawers on. Let's pull, let's pull together, yes. and let's see what what, what we can do. What we can do. Let's yeah. start. Let's start right here. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. Mm-hmm. You do. But, but the thing is. is do you want it? Right. The desire, like I said. Like desire. Keisha said, right? You got to have a desire. Yeah. Like yes. everybody doesn't have that desire. And no one can mm-hmm. beat it in your head. You're right. You have to want it. But no matter whatever you're going through, you you still got to deal with you. Right? I mean, you can't let certain things lead you to, to down roads of destruction. Right? Because whatever you, whatever you break down and tear down in the, in the, in the process, you got to come back and fix it. Right. Uh, sometimes 
you <laughs> it break down and you can't come back. Sometimes, that's true. right? That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I mean, that's true. That's why they say don't you know don't don't burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't don't burn the bridge, right? Because you gotta you gotta come back. But you know, if you burn it, you gotta rebuild it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you break it, you if you break it, you can fix it. But if you burn it, you gotta rebuild it. Right? And that bridge might not be rebuildable. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You might have to build that bridge, <laughs> build it further down than where it, was, where it was. Right? I mean, but again, it's it, it's hard. But at the end of the day, you still got to deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's still it is still you. So yeah. all all of the issues, like like I read earlier, it says I asked I asked for strength, and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. Mm-hmm. Right. So I often hear people say, you know, you don't ask for patience. Don't don't ever pray and ask for patience because God will give you everything to test your patience in order for you to develop patience. Right. And so everything that you're praying for, God is God is going to give it to you, but he's going to test you in all of those areas. So if you're asking for strength, he's going to test you in every area that you're weak. Yes. That is so true. He's gonna he's gonna test you in every area mm-hmm. that you weak to make you strong, right? Because don't want to hear that. So I mean, th- 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 think about it. Right? Three years I've been tested. How they say don't test don't <laughs> test me. Yeah. I don't want the test. Can you give it to somebody else? Mm-hmm. I mean, but think about this, right? So think about dealing with the man in the mirror, like working out, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to the gym and you start lifting weights, mm-hmm. what are you doing to your muscles? You, you, are rip, you are ripping. Oh yeah. You are you like you are tearing and ripping and stretching muscles. But in the process, you go through you go through recovery. Yep. You go through healing. And then you get stronger. Then you strong. get stronger. Right. Right. That's how we got to look at ourselves yeah. when we're dealing with the man in the mirror. Right. Stop mm. comparing. Stop comparing. Stop comparing. I'm. I'm. Everybody, everybody in here is different. Everybody listening is different. Everybody that will hear this is different. We're going to get stronger differently, but the process is the same, Mm -hmm. right? So we got to, there's going to be some ripping and tearing, and there's going to be some pain. There's going to be some weaknesses. We're going to go through recovery. We're going to heal. And then we're going to get stronger. stronger. Then we get stronger and stronger until we're able to, to, to deal with it, until we're able to deal with that person in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So are, are you willing to deal with you? Are you willing, are you willing like that bear, are you going to tear down the mirror every time you look in it? You're going to be tired. <laughs> You're going to get tired of spending money. Tired of spending money. On new mirrors, right? You're going to get tired of buying, buying new wigs. You're going to get tired of buying makeup, mm-hmm. right? Because under all of that and after all of that, you are still you. Mm-hmm. Everything you can think about doing bad, right? You can you can go out and drink as much alcohol as you want. You can go out and smoke as much dope as you want. You can go lay with as many people as you want. But at the end of the day, you're still coming back to dealing with you. Yes. 
That's it's true. still you. That's true. Still you. That's true. Still you. All the destruction that you just call all the destruction that you just put on yourself, it is still you. And we have we have to remember in the word the scripture says, one thirty nine and fourteen, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The man that you're facing in that mirror is fearfully and wonderfully made. Up under those layers, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Stop comparing yourself. God, God, God didn't make no mistake on how he made you. What all you've been through in your mother's womb, he knew that you would go through these things. So learn to embrace it. Accept who you are and deal with the issues. Don't let them haunt you. Don't let them hold you hostage. Break free. Freedom is there. You have to reach for it. You have to want it. Shake it off. And you don't have to go through life alone. There are people there to help you peel your mask off. I'm a witness. I think we all are witnesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. We 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 all we all got our, our own testimonies. Yes. We, you know, yes. we we all we all have it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has a testimony. Yes. Test to a testimony. God will do that. Mm-hmm. But you got to be willing to face it. Yeah. Don't run from it. Face Accept it. Accept it and deal with it. Like some mm-hmm. j- like sometimes just go stand in the mirror and just look. Mm-hmm. Don't say nothing. Don't move. Just stand there and look. Just stand there. Stare at what you see. Embrace what you see. Mm-hmm. And then fix what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Fix the things that you can change. And then the things you can't change, ask God to fix it for you. And he will. Right. He will. He will. It's possible. You know, I've heard people say, well, you just don't understand. I don't because I didn't go through it. Yeah. Well, I just can't get over that. You know what I'm saying? And I still say, I don't know how you feel, mm-hmm. but it's possible, you know. And we it's all have possible, a story. possible, right. Yes. Like, it's possible. The desire, I guess that's the start, but it's possible, you know, it's possible. So know that it's possible. It's possible to get over things so you could deal with you, you know what I'm saying, to work through things. I say get over, but some things is a process. It may not happen overnight, you know. It may take time, but put in the work to see the manifestation of what you know because some people put in the work and they work for so long and then they go all the way back you know like you mm-hmm. don't work for a year or two or whatever and now you start all, all the way back because they don't see school. the change that's fast. it it's they not quick enough how you say they want microwave <laughs> yes don't work like that yeah but again like going back to the working out scenario right so you can go and you, you ladies worked out before. You know how it goes. And you get in routine and you, you get going and you see you see the <laughs> results, right? And you start feeling a little bit stronger. And then you say, stop. you know what? I'm going to stop going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? And we it, also stop going when we don't see the results. Right. But hold on. Let me, let me make <laughs> this point, right? So in you stop going for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Now, all the progress that you made the month prior to the seven days, the 10 days that you stopped going, now it's going to take you that much longer to get back yes. to where you should have been. That's, That's me. True. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me so, too. So, so while you, while you, 
being around people that's benefiting you and that's helping you get through, when you stop going to those people for help, it's going to take you that much longer to get back to where you should have been. You regressing. Mm. Right? So we we ain't trying to regress. We're trying to face stuff head on. Right. 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 We, we trying to face what we see in the mirror. Right? We can't run from us. I mean, you can't run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, the two, most, the two most lied on people in the Bible is Jesus and the devil. Mm-hmm. Jesus ain't told y'all to do some of the stuff y'all doing, and, and the, the devil, devil ain't made either. you do it. <laughs> right, that was you. Some you that devil. Right. Sometimes you gotta face you, and sometimes you gotta stand in the mirror and say, "Look, devil," and talk to yourself. Because God ain't told you to do it, Jesus ain't told you to do it, and the devil ain't made you do it. You, you did, did it. it. <laughs> right. You did it because you want to, because you can't deal with some situations. You can't deal with you, so you put yourself in a bad situation, and then you lied on the devil, or you lied on Jesus. No, deal with you. Right. That's true. And something uh, Cindy said, you said um, sometimes we don't see the progress. Mm -hmm. And I think, so what are you measuring it against? You know, like for me, with working out and stuff, I get on the scale, I get on the scale, I get on the scale. I don't see... The progress, but then when I pull out my ruler or my tape measure or whatever, you and I measure my inches, I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I've lost three inches. That's so you know, it's like, well, what are you comparing it against? Yeah. You know so what I'm I saying? What areas are you looking at? Like, I did not grow in this area, but I forgot about the fact that I didn't go to the gym for whatever. Just an analogy, but I didn't eat like I. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so give yourself credit. So sometimes you have to give yourself. Like, what are you looking at? You know what I'm saying? Like, still dealing with you, but I'm so focused on this one area that I forgot that I really did good over here, you know, because then if you're not looking at your progress and you will just forget all about it because you're like, oh, well, I ain't losing the weight, so this bump, this, I'm working out. All looking at all yeah. of the negative. Though. Right, or looking at the negative, That's looking at the negative. wrong characteristic or whatever the case may be to keep you from seeing the progress that, that you've made, you know? How do you measure progress? That's it. That's, That's another a, good point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how do you, how do you measure progress? Like, what is what is progress to you? And it's just a rhetorical question, right? Mm-hmm. So like when I when I coach basketball, when I, I used to coach girls basketball, and it was like for me, progress or success was if I got a young girl at the end of the at the beginning of the season who couldn't make a free throw. Right. By the end of the season, if she could make a free throw. That was success. Mm-hmm. So I never looked at success in the mat in the in the matter of wins and losses. Mm-hmm. I looked at successful what each player couldn't do in the beginning of the season to what they could do at the end, end of the of, season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's true. So again, how that's do we progress. how do we look at progress? Yeah. How, how do how do we measure yeah. progress? How do we measure success? Right. But again, we're still talking about dealing with you. Dealing with you. The man. Right. Yeah. The man in the mirror. Yeah. How are you going to measure your progress? You know, as we talked about comparison, he talked about a team. I measured each player according to what they could, could do. do. You know, I can't look at my reflection and measure what I have done compared to what I know Cindy could do or what I know Lamont can do because right. I have to deal with me. This right. is what I could do. So my progress... Might seem like this much to somebody, 
You know what I'm saying? But, you know, for somebody, they done did all this. But it might have been a little easier for them. But a right. little bit of progress I made was, oh, God, y'all don't know what mm-hmm. that, that was not work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So still looking at yourself and really, and I think it goes back to really knowing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody know Keisha better than Keisha. That's, you know that's what I'm true. saying? That's that's true. True. Nobody so, should know you better than you know yourself. Right. That's true. Right. So I know the progress I've made. I know where I have regressed. I know what, you know what I'm saying? So that goes back to, it may be a whole nother topic of knowing you, do you know who you are? So when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know what you're seeing. I don't even, you know, some people don't. I've had I was about some to women it. to say like, I don't even I know, don't know who I am. I, I don't know mm. who I am. I'm 50 and I'm, and I'm like, oh Lord, can I help them? I'm just 30, what, you know, 36, 37. Like, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? They just, they don't know who they are. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, what you see is not you. So you can't fix what you see because it ain't really you because you don't know who you are. You hide. Because you're hiding. You've worn so many masks. You've broken so many mirrors. You know what I'm saying? You turned your back on so many mirrors, you know? So you don't know who you are. You heard me say, I mean, you have to really believe that scripture. I am fearfully and Right, you made. got to. You got to. No matter what I go through, no matter what I've done, that's his word. That's his word. That's not an opinion. Right. It doesn't matter what anybody else think about you. That's his word. He said that I am fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made. made. I used to work with teenage girls that were, um, you know, in or and um, um, at Morningstar where I worked, and I would say, God don't make no jump. That's right. You know, that goes back to fearfully and wonderfully made. If he fearfully and wonderfully made you, then I know what you've been through. He don't make no jump. And sometimes it takes that for somebody to encourage another person and say, girl, you got it. Right. You got it. Right. Or man, you got it. You, you got know? it. That's right. right. Some people, they don't get that. Some people don't even hear it. Can you imagine the kids that don't get it home? And then they grow mm-hmm. up. That's why I say that you grow up like that. Yes. But here's the thing, though. We can't constantly sit back and wait on other people to pump us up. Mm-hmm. But we toot your own horn sometimes. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself, hey, you did that. Mm-hmm. You got it. Keep going. Push yourself. Be your biggest motivator. Why we why are we looking for validation from somebody else, right? And and that that's where part of our downfall comes at when we can't face ourselves because we're looking for validation mm-hmm. from somebody else. We're looking for validation from people who can't even give it to us, mm-hmm. right? We want right. validation in areas that people who we looking to get it from they haven't even achieved what we're trying to get to. So how 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 are we expecting them to validate us? Mm mm. The biggest, the biggest thing you can do for yourself is prove others wrong who doubted you, who said you wouldn't be anything, who said you wouldn't amount to anything. Prove them wrong. My entire life, that's what, I, that's what I've done. Prove them wrong. I always, I was never in competition with nobody because you, you wasn't going to beat me, Right? But then my dad told me one day, he said, you know what your problem is? You don't take nothing serious. And I was like, from that point, I would think I was like 15, 16. And so when he said that, I was like, game on. Challenge accepted. So when you see me being serious, serious. <laughs> don't take offense to it. That was a challenge, and I accept that. You're not going to be better than me. You're not going to beat me. No. No, it, it ain't going to happen. 
And if you beat me, we gonna keep playing until I win. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Game on. Game but on. imagine if we had that mentality with ourselves, right? Game right. on. You know? Wow. Think Game about on. that. Mm. You're right. Game on, Keisha. Like, what you gonna do next year? Yeah. How you gonna How you gonna improve? How you gonna do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not competition the- with nobody? But what's looking back at me? Once you face the man in the mirror, like you said, the mask is off, and I won't face the man in the mirror. Game on. Game on. Uh, I'm, I'm always challenging myself. That I, st- I stay learning something different. I, yeah. st- I stay doing it. Why? Because it's, it ain't nothing to nobody else, but it's for, for it's for me. Right. It's for me. How far can I push myself? How much can I achieve? Because at the end of the day, I'm looking at me in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I'm better than you today than what you was yesterday. Right, mm. right. And that's the goal. And I'm going to be even better tomorrow. Mm. I wrote um, four things down that I wanted to leave. And I could do it at the end if y'all got anything else to say, too. Mm-hmm. But I wrote four things down. And whether it's a girl or, or a guy, um, but I said compete against the girl slash guy who was bitter on yesterday and be better today. Compete with the girl or the guy who struggled with unforgiveness on yesterday and seek God's face and allow him to massage your heart today. Compete with the girl or guy who gave up on their dreams on yesterday. Be the girl or guy today to get up and make her dreams come true. Compete with the little girl on yesterday and decide that today is the day I put away childish things or my childish thoughts. I remove my mask. I face the man in the mirror, and I be everything that God created me to be going forward. Sometimes we have to go through things in life to see if we would give up or throw in a towel. It's up to you. Game on. Game on. Game on. So when you're dealing with the man in the mirror, be better than yesterday. Might not be what you want to be, but you're better. That's it. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. So if you guys haven't done it yet, I will encourage each and every one of you to start dealing with that person in the mirror by writing down 10 things that you don't like about yourself. And then after you list those 10 things, start figuring out ways to change it, to fix it, to make you better. We're not looking for validation from nobody. We just need to be better than the person that we see in the mirror. Who's going to close us out? God, we thank you for this word on tonight. And Father God, we ask that as we have poured ourselves out, we've poured you out. We ask that as it leaves these walls, that it would be go, go beyond the walls and be able to help someone else to remove the mask and face the man in the mirror so that they can go forward. Break generational curses. Allow them to see that you don't make any junk. In the name of Jesus, face the man in the mirror. You got this. Game on.